real. The TikTok for Pride Month. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't be watch who you are. Right, but what I want to be. <laughs> what I want to be depressed. Like, happy Pride Month. Yes, happy Pride Month to everybody. But if, when I want to be depressed, I can't be who I am. <laughs> no. <laughs> Niggas made me go no. to a therapist. Yes. Ooh, Brian, life is worth living. Definitely. Okay. Go see a therapist, y'all. We know, want just, everybody. Just live life on the edge. We get. <laughs> what are you really trying to live life on the edge? <laughs> <laughs> it keeps me on my toes. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it does not. Does he want to live today? Ooh. It keeps everybody else on their toes around you, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's like anxiety being on my toes. It's like, no, those those aren't the kind of toes I want to be on. Well, I've been watching uh, <laughs> like 24 hours in treatment. So, uh. Oh my god! Are gosh. you sure it's, it's anxiety? Not the person that wants to be in therapy. Just watching other people in therapy instead of actually being in therapy. It's because I didn't have insurance and I'm about to go back. Wait until I hit my therapist with what I learned yeah. by watching this TV show. So by the way, Paul said. No, I'm gonna just start shifting my hands and looking at other places. And be like. And Paul was low key a pervert. No, Paul is already. He's like a. One of the most horrible, like, main Therapist characters. Therapist ever. Not even a therapist. Just, like, as a main character. Like, it's just hard to follow. Like, I don't even, like, want to follow. Like, I'm ready to skip to, uh... I can't remember her name. Oh, yeah. The, um, Beautiful Queen. Yes, from Orange from is the New Black. From Orange is the New Black. Yeah, I'm kind of, like, ready, like, to Paul's bypass. Like one star on Yelp. Would not recommend. I think the irony in the whole entire thing is just him... And it's probably done like that on purpose. Mm-hmm. But like him kind of just embodying the things that he tells his patients not to do. Like him literally doing the same things. What in the contradiction? <laughs> exactly. Like he'll go meet. What the hell? His counselor or he'll go meet Gina. Like at the end of the week and then like proceed to do the same exact shit that he was just like in therapy telling. Like, like no, don't wild out. Don't do this. Don't attack me. Yeah. But kudos for him for being a therapist in therapy. Because why wouldn't they need therapy? I, I think, I don't know. I guess before watching the show, I'm like, what do therapists do for therapy? But they go to therapy. They do. I mean, like, they need it. I mean, they need it more than the people. Yeah. I would assume you would need it. Is that level of compartmentalizing? Like, you have to, like, sit there and, like, kind of remain distant to a certain degree. Like, yeah. even if you want to be emotionally attached just because it's bad for business. Right. <laughs> You know, you end up trying to fuck it. Like, nigga, look, I'm going to just tell you, bro. You just, you just got to leave her. <laughs> it ain't going nowhere. Like, we've talked about this for the last three weeks, sweetie. What aren't you getting? Like, I just don't understand. Yo, bro, it's been three months. Somebody been smoking and drinking. Somebody been smoking and drinking. <laughs> Somebody been smoking and drinking. Because what's the problem? No, I would f- love to have Dr. Umar as my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> the white man. 
like Come bro, on, I don't I don't think the depression is because of the Come white on, man. But what is with this white man's paperwork? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine him doing couples therapy? Like don't you like <laughs> He would come up with some way to be like, therapy was invented by the, the white, white man. man. <laughs> you wouldn't even need therapy. Like, first of all, we was kings. Get you, get you, you some crystals? Get... Some sea moss? Yeah, I mean, you let your, you let your crystals charge for about, you know, 45 minutes. <laughs> you and your king uh, drink sea moss together. Meditate to my latest album. Yeah. Dr. Umar uh, hums all the hits. Straight, baby. Sign your kids up for my school. That still Make ain't happening. Thank you for your donation at the end of the session. Thank you for your donation. <laughs> no, it makes me think of uh, what was it that uh, that show he was watching? And young boy was twenty one and had a school open for black kids. Yeah, and Doctor Umar still to this yeah. day still ain't got shit open. And it, for the nobody. girl said that what was that called? Pause. Yeah, it was called Pause. Pause. Yeah. On HBO. Yeah. Yeah, if he was a Republican, because he was like, yeah, like, I, I have a school open for boys. He's like, how old are you? He's like, 22. Are you 22? Meanwhile, this nigga she over was here. like, what is Dr. Umar doing? Taking all the donations and scamming <laughs> black people? I don't know any. I mean, he from Philly, though. That's typical Philly shit. Come on. No, as soon as you start talking about your pineal gland, king, and all that other stuff, I already don't want to know at you. The heart, that, I already know what type of shit you want. And that goes to show you at the end of the day, he's just a Philly nigga. Yeah, king. You need to drink your sea moss <laughs> to open. Scam one. You need to You need to drink your sea moss to open your pineal gland so your third <laughs> eye can open up. Like, bro, like if you don't get the fuck out my face. The problem is, brother, you're masturbating too much. That's why you can't focus. Oh my god, what do they? What they like? Oh, <laughs> it's like never, I forgot. Like what? The, oh yes. They what was they calling the penis patrol? I don't know, but like looking through history, it was a lot of niggas that beat their dicks and got shit off. Like Benjamin <laughs> Franklin was beating his dick and discovered lightning. Like I'm pretty sure, like throughout history, it's oh been great God. dick beaters that have discovered and done amazing things. <laughs> you you're not gonna talk me out of having a good time. Be who you are. <laughs> nigga, I'm gonna whack this mole, nigga. I need all the tickets. Hilarious. Welcome to episode Hey, another episode of I'm All Liquor Podcast because <laughs> I can't think count. of the number. I am one half of the team. Our, uh, my uh, big four-headed co-host was out gallivanting in D.C. chronicling her adventures via Instagram Me, I did not for her birthday. <laughs> but luckily, I have somebody else with the same size forehead to <laughs> take her point. <laughs> I am. <laughs> he has a live-in replacement with the same size forehead, forehead, forehead. I one half of the team, Hustle Harder Carter, aka no Carter, aka Hustle Harder Carter, aka Prizeman blocked and saved by your daughter, aka don't fucking call it and tell me it's not going to work. You called me, listen to me, or fuck off. <laughs> I'm joined by our guest co-host, my lovely girlfriend, man. Redacted. Redacted. Redacted blink. <laughs> and my tip for today is don't sell your money through JG Wentworth because you are being scammed, okay? It is your money and you don't need it now. Thank you. Wait till them niggas call you in the office so like, uh. So HR. <laughs> you told niggas not to. Hey, and but to my defense, I do not work for JG Wentworth. 
but I do help you set up your money. So, <laughs> stop, people, stop. So, what do we have today? Uh, well, as you know, we we started with the mental health, uh, mental health check-in. Okay, how are you feeling? I'm feeling alright. It's only Tuesday. I feel like it should be uh, next Friday, Saturday, <laughs> next week, Saturday. Only been at work at uh, <laughs> only been at work for sixteen hours. Yeah, and it feels like it's it's been ninety three. But the uh, the week uh started off solid. Uh, so many of our meetings have been canceled, and I just been Look elated. I just been elated. Like Look I, at God. I don't see how anybody could be a manager in a management. Like I see how many meetings like my manager is in. Like during the course of the day, like. His schedule would just be booked up, and his team's icon would be red from, like, 9 in the morning <laughs> to, like, 3 in the afternoon. I don't want to talk to anybody, like, that many hours straight, fam. Like, and about – not that it's about nothing, but, like, shit, like, I probably don't even, like, really care yeah. about. I Like, nigga, like, I don't know. Like, we were in the cameras. Don't fucking get here when we get here. Like, I, <laughs> the fuck you want me to do? I don't work for UPS. I don't work for FedEx. Like, it's just dumb shit. I couldn't imagine doing it, but – um. You know, so far the week is good. Last week was a. Uh, last week was good. Cookout was dope. Yeah. Um, that little bar you went to was fire. It oh, seemed like yeah. it seemed so like it comes it, to the hood, y'all. It seemed like it really uh come alive like certain certain night. It comes alive so much that the cops pull up every five minutes. Yeah, that nigga was like, "Hey, just stopping by <laughs> to make sure niggas ain't start shooting yet." <laughs> they good, Freddie. Oh yeah, ball. You know what I mean. Chilling. You know what I mean. Everything so good. Where it goes down. Okay. Nigga, but. it looked. It, I'm pretty sure I saw a, a baby pitching an eight ball when we was uh, driving oh past the playground. Oh my god! You were dragging <laughs> it. <laughs> the police station is down the street. They would never. That's that's where it happens. At. <laughs> Living in nice town, the, the uh, police station was right around the corner. The little block around my corner was active as shit. <laughs> but uh your mental health that was your turn it's how it works you you share yours okay my my mental health is great god is great um i'm feeling good work is you know work you know who the fuck wants to work but gotta get paid somehow gotta buy these bundles and buy liquor somhow bundles and my eight more bundles <laughs> my <eight. laughs> I'm working to Paycheck to support bills. my bundle, my bundles weed, and weed habit. Liquor, but, bundles, bar, another bar, <laughs> weed. Next place, edible. But yeah, my mental health is really good. I'm feeling good. If if anybody listening can just eat an edible and function in good places, you just a different kind of beast. Yeah. Yeah, first of all, check get your tolerance checked. I think you might want to get checked into a rehab if you can do that. Because what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, because we all can't be big smoke dog out here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm the real big smoke dog. I don't know who you're referencing, but no, I've been smoking since '86. You couldn't tell me that you wanted popcorn that time I gave you an edible. That's not what I wanted. You you wanted wings. You couldn't tell me that you wanted wings because you thought it was going to sound stupid. Because it did, and I kept replaying in my mind like the. The simulation broke. I was like, all I want to say is just, yo, can you just make sure you put these wings in a particular part of the fridge because I'm going to want them for breakfast in the morning. And it just sounded so stupid. By so the I way, just that never came out his mouth, guys. <laughs> no, I just kept laughing. It was a broken record. I kept laughing. He kept laughing. And then I went to sleep. 
<laughs> I said, please do not blow up the spot because you're tweaking right now, bro. But no, the trick is, in order to to beat the edible, mm-hmm. you gotta think that the edible. You gotta let the edible think that it hit, but it oh, didn't really hit. Right. So you're out thinking the edible. That's the, oh. the whole process behind it. Hmm. We'll get back to that. So we're gonna start off with the U.S. Embassy. <laughs> Giving 80 vials of COVID vaccine to a nation of 1.4 million people. Because the last time I fucking checked, 80 vials. 80 is enough to cover 1.4 million people. If you just do the math, you know, if you give everybody, like, uh, I don't know, I can't even think of. Uh, that uh, the measurements that we you would use 16th. for liquid, yeah, sixteenth of you know you can <laughs> spread that bad boy around. Actually, don't even put it in the in a in a needle. Just put a dab on your finger and rub it on your forehead. That's what they was thinking. The- I'm pretty sure those vaccines were about to expire. It was like it's like going to the food bank. It's like, yo, this shit is here, but hurry up and eat it because it's definitely about to expire, bro. It's just amazing to me that um you know we're in a pandemonium a pepperoni pizza yeah full blown and you know like there's all this talk of you know we need to help one another we need to do this we need to do that and then the most you can do to muster up uh for you know these people are just 80 vials yeah, and that's Biden's country. <laughs> that's, um, that's, whew. <laughs> like, it's, it's I, I just can't get over it. it I, at that point, I would think there isn't even any point in sending it over or yeah, i mean even... at that point take that shit down to the badlands take that shit down to um kensington and give it to the give it to the zombies at least so they can get vaccinated oh yeah like yeah this is that good shit just <laughs> yeah like they wouldn't fucking know it's probably gonna have the same effect like why even why waste the money to send it first of all <laughs> via it's... aircraft why waste the fuel to even drop that off was that through the red cross that sounds like some red cross shit no, it was it was it was through And no shades of the Red Cross, but y'all know y'all be on some bullshit sometimes. It was through the embassy. So the embassy website announced that mm-hmm. Joe Biden uh yep, Biden has a commitment country. to deliver five hundred million vaccines to low income nations. Okay. Via COVAX. Trinidad and Tobago has been allocated a hundred thousand eight hundred doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine under COVAX and has received thirty four thousand so far so far according to Gavi. Uh, the vaccine alliance, but I think from uh, so they only so I think through that they're getting it through other uh, Nicki Minaj. Get on it, isn't she? <laughs> isn't she Trini? <laughs> Nicki, get the barbs on his ass now, getting it through uh, other uh, places as well. But <laughs> I just can't get over the fact that it's 80. Nicki. We calling on you, sis. The United States is committed to assisting the government of Trinidad and Tobago with its... Va- Are they really? No, not with 80 fucking, like, vials. Like, I don't... I, I, <laughs> so, I'm assuming that was a, 
I'm assuming they were just sending it from embassy to embassy because that's probably about how many people work in the in the U.S. embassy in Trinidad. But like, because to me, reading that last part, as far as like delivering 500 million vaccines, like that seems like okay, we're going to send 80 here, we're going to send 200 there, we're going to send X amount over here, and that will all add up and constitute to that uh 500 million but yeah it's a slap of the face like it's a slap in the face to those to those people and just to say you know oh um you know any amount helps like in some essence like in some ways like yes that's true but yeah. it's also kind of like a fuck you like oh like well here goes 80 vowels and then i kind of feel as though the attitude would be well Make be grateful enough. right not only <laughs> friday make it enough like not like them niggas is basically saying like here go twenty dollars stretch it till Friday like mm-hmm. it's not enough and at a certain point that's a that's offensive to other people because they're coming or not necessarily coming to you for help but you're pledging to help and like yeah. that's your help yeah I think that's the, even the more offensive part I don't even necessarily think it's these nations are coming to you and asking you for the help for help it's yeah, you they probably would have been rather like say don't don't send us anything if you can't send us enough no and and I feel that like if that would have been the response I feel that completely because yeah. it, it's 80 it's 80 vol and I'm not even sure how many shots that necessarily equates to like 80 vials of that i'm yeah, not I sure it, what I the think biden is thinking hey look if they break it down put it in a pot with some baking soda <laughs> rock it up and then distribute it that way they can probably do like half the country i'm joking but <laughs> that's that, that's definitely a spit in the face like come on biden i know you had to sign off on that no, and that's why when everybody was excited about him, we were never excited about Joe. I mean, I, I I know we weren't. Yeah. But that's why when everybody was excited for uh for him to I get in office, yeah. other people were excited for him to get in office. I was always kind of like, eh, like I don't see the difference between him and the other nigga that was in the office. Besides, one nigga is openly racist, and the other one, yeah, just isn't. Like I don't see the difference between either, either or of them, or for that matter, just any president that takes office. To me, they're all the same. They both just, can't see through the hood. No, you can't. Yeah, it's I have I've yet to see one president that has been in office that has been super impactful to our community yeah. so in my eyes i'll never give a fuck about and who's actually in dr umar for president in 2024 okay i don't i don't know what what our problem is he's right here in front of us going viral every week asking everybody for donations now he's president donations donations only you can make america better donations come on now donations come on people King Kong consciousness. It's up to us. It's up to us. What are we doing? But yeah. I just, it's just. Joe, you can take them vials and go to hell. He hasn't done nothing. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. So here's the math. The math for 80 vials actually is 480 vaccines. Okay. And you have to get two doses. (laughs) Right, for 1.4 million people. And. That's 480, and you have to get two doses. So, in actuality, that means... Is that like half of that? Only 240 <laughs> people can be fully vaccinated. Let's let's go, America. Like me, 
maybe one town. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a disgrace. They shouldn't have even reported that. Like, come on. No. And There's some things that y'all could have kept in the confidential files. Bro, and I know we got a whole, like, fucking uh, J.P. Morgan Coke boat <laughs> stash full of them joints because of all the... the... Yeah, they in the Leah Core Center. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like you know, any motherfuckers here didn't take it. They aren't going to take it. You're going to tell me? Oh, we... I walked into Target today. It said no appointment needed. Walk ups, walk ins, welcome. Like they're begging. Like they're literally begging motherfuckers to take it. It's just, yeah. Even though I don't know about, it's just something about just being able to get an air fryer, my drawers, and <laughs> deodorant. Right, and vaccine shot in the same place where I'm like, I see the selling point. I see the selling point. Come on. Niggas about to roll back my lifespan with that shit. No, I don't whisper. <laughs> Walmart ain't used roll back in years. <laughs> Y'all, roll back sale. Remember those commercials? That rolling, really used to rolling, get us in rolling. there. Keep them prices rolling. <laughs> oh, man. That's ridiculous, though. All right. Our next topic, we move on to Texas doing like Texas, Texas or Texas Texas oh where Sandy from they did y'all see that where they was like who wrote Texas harder Sandy or Megan <laughs> I'm sorry Megan uh ah. Megan ain't make a song yet that top Sandy wanted to go back home to yeah, Texas I wanna go was she I wanna go that that last deep note that she just <laughs> She was mad to sell her boss had her down there doing scientific research. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of like room she had her tree dome was like breezy. Like she had like lower levels. Like that shit was like a whole entire oh, fucking. She launched a rocket from there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but then you pulled up to the side and she had the old fashioned picnic, the bench <laughs> on the side. Like Sandy, what the hell? Just every like you everything. Have a restaurant here, Sandy. What are you doing? <laughs> Yo, like Sandy's crib, like she has one of the like top five like Serving cartoon fish, cribs like ever. Nice barbecue. All right, what's going on down there? Uh, niggas not staying out of women's business. White men in women's business per usual. Yep. Governor Greg Abbott signs into law one of the nation's strictest abortion measures banning procedures early as six weeks into a pregnancy. <sighs> Governor Greg Abbott signed into a law Wednesday a measure that would prohibit in Texas abortions as early as six weeks before some women know yeah, they are women pregnant. Yeah, most women don't even know at six weeks. Once again, men and women's business not doing shit. And open the door for almost any private citizen to soon abortion providers and others. The signing of the bill opens a new frontier in the battle over abortion restrictions as first of its kind legal provisions intended to make the law harder to block are poised to be tested in the courts. Ladies and gentlemen, the Handmaid's Tale is coming to life. Oh, definitely in te- <laughs> definitely in Texas. Them niggas is trying to build the amount of shit that Texas is trying to do. Build a wall. Build a wall around their state. First of all, besides Houston and Dallas, yeah, that's it. Yeah, there's no other part of Texas that matters. Yeah. Sorry if you live. Sorry if you live in Texas. Except wherever they shot No Country for Old Men. Okay, because that is a fucking classic. (laughs) So those three places. So those three places. Those three places. 
You could build the wall. You could build the wall around the rest of rest of it, but those three places are fine. Between that, the 1865 project in which, um, pretty much they're trying to make a white utopia as to where it's kind of mm. very good boyish, and mm. there's if you actually read on it, there was um, it's like an actual document that goes into detail. Uh, into I feel it. Like I did hear about this. Yeah, and they're uh, trying to get that going, and then this just on top of it. The topic of abortion to me has always been nuts, just from the standpoint of if you don't believe in it, you don't have to do it. Like you yourself don't have to get an abortion. Um, I kind of understand some of the reasoning behind it, just as far as you know, they've had uh, literature. Um, I forgot who actually wrote it, but, um, or who was the doctor, the person that wrote it, but essentially like back in, was it the early 1900s? At some point, I can't, I can't remember if it was like the early 1900s or, you know, like 1950s or 1960s, but like between that period of time, basically it was a book that was written pretty much saying like, Hey, we know that we're becoming the minority. Mm. Um, and what we need to do to stop that is actually uh, stop the process of, you know, white mother, you know, white mothers or just white women in general Getting from abortions. actually right act from actually uh, having these abortions because that, you know, that happening yeah. is actually helping decrease, decrease our, our ranks. So I think there was something about the amount of white children being born compared to Latino. different, yeah, different, uh, yeah, Latinos, and, uh, Latino children and uh, different ethnicities. So, um, so from that perspective, like I understand why I they would fight. Fuck them. <laughs> they would fight. So, well, I meant from the sense of like I'm the like I'm you the majority, right? Like I'm the majority. Like obviously, I'm gonna keep my majority. But from people outside of that that are just just you know pretty much against it, it's mm-hmm. just. If you don't want to have one, then you don't have to have one. Like, if you that's your, like, firm belief that life, you know, starts there and there, like, that's fine. That's your opinion. Yeah. You don't have to have one. But how, whomever, the woman that was, you know, the woman that was raped. That's what I was going to say. Is there a provision in there for women who are sexually assaulted, molested, no. raped? No. That's, none of that is, none of that is taken into account. Nope. Yeah. Man, white people got to relax. Like, as a, listen, ladies, this is for us. As a person who is an avid, not an avid visitor, but, (laughs) Jesus, that came out wrong. Who's a a clear advocate. As somebody who's got the the card punched for (laughs) free. frequent flyer card to the abortion clinic, no. Um, I've been in an abortion clinic before, more than once, and I've seen the whiteies <laughs> up in there, okay? And then it was majority of them um, with their partners. See, that's a thing that'll happen. It'll be mostly uh, women of color in there by themselves, but the white men will go up in there with their partners, okay? They will support it to a tee So they 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 want to see it. They want to see it through, okay? <laughs> they want to see where their money is going. I just find it just ridiculous that they would even. Go to the mountains of saying six weeks though. But that's what happens when you have. And it makes it harder for the women to go to different states because you do have to show your ID. 
So they can say, oh, you should be getting the abortion. Unless you're going to a private facility, you need to be getting the abortion, you know, in the state that you live in. So if it's like a Planned Parenthood, like you have to show your, like, you would. have to show your ID. Um, Like the, I believe there are two different ones up here. Like there's Planned Parenthood up here in PA. Then there is the women's, uh, it's, I think it's called like the Women's Center for OBGYN care or something like that. And they have a couple sister locations, one in Jersey, like one in Atlanta. And they are privately owned, so they don't really care where you're from. Um, they don't even, if like, if you don't have the funding for it, like, say you don't have insurance, you don't have the funding for it, you can pretty much sign something like you would at the hospital that's, like, charity care, where it's pretty much already paid for, but you can let them know, like, or if you were raped, you can go in there and say, like, look, I was molested, I was raped, and that's why I can't afford it right now. So, like, for Texas to go that far to say, oh, yeah, six weeks, like, you can't get an abortion. That's just ridiculous. But this is what happens when you just have men. Men of, first of all, men who make more money than us. Of course, they have the money to pay for their children. No, exactly. You know what I mean? And this is what happens when you have people, like, that's what happens. You have people who are so out of touch, yeah. like, with, with with why people actually go there and, like, why people go there in the first place. Um, People who aren't, obviously, who aren't women. Mm-hmm. You have men making laws over the autonomy, you know, over over women's autonomy, which that oh, should never be the case. So it's, right. it's like it's like a room. This is like let's be real. This is, this is a room full of old white old white dudes just kind of being like, and there was some oh, like this is wrong. They're using the Bible, you know. They're using their Bible. So here's my my argument: with people use put the their thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Hey, if you also want to go by the Bible, yeah, y'all not supposed to have rights. <laughs> not be able to, you know, you're not supposed to have rights, not be able to work. Like, if you really want to get real with right. it, like, if you actually want to use it, like, in its full context, you wouldn't even actually have a voice. And I hate when people use, I hate when people just use the Bible as a, as a reasoning mm-hmm. for stuff that you kind of, for stuff that you know is wrong. Yeah. Like, for you to be kind of, you know, like, for them to be able to, to sit in the face of a woman, um, who was raped and one then go well why were you at this place mm-hmm. but even before they get to that to be like one why were you at this place to if they were wearing something oh like well why are you wearing that something and provocative, provocative. Yeah. and three we get That's to why the you were raped. right and then you get to the point like, get back after saying like it was her fault then just being like oh <laughs> mm-hmm. well you know because it, it says it in here you know i'm going to cherry pick what supports my God argument? God sent you this baby. This baby is a blessing. Okay, what about y'all that fornicate? Before, before you even get married, I just hate when people bring any kind of uh, just just religious uh, text or anything, or like cherry pick They're religious text. Saying I shouldn't have an abortion. Excuse me, ma'am. Right, because then you can't sit up we there. We both going to hell. <laughs> you you just going to hell covered in butter and obey. Smell like a whole Joe's crab shack. <laughs> Damn. Relax, Red Lobster. Yeah, or just you or that shit just like really grinds my gears. If you're gonna use something, then use the entirety of the thing. Like, but don't yeah. sit up here and cherry pick. Don't use it to cherry pick and support horrible stances that put people. Don't be a beard for your gay husband. Because <sighs> that's them, what a lot of them are. A lot of them niggas. Damn. Just be on TV. Saying I have to remain married even though my husband is gay. 
because that's a sin to get a divorce. On another note, anyway, white men, stay out of women's business, okay? Stay out of our uteruses. Stay out of our vaginas. Stay out of our ovaries. They can't help it, though. That's why manifest destiny, y'all genocide. Every, y'all can't learn everything but that ED, okay? Let's work on that erectile dysfunction. Jesus Let's work on that. Go ahead, baby. What's you, next? you got anything else you want to get on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, sweetie, we can go there, okay? <laughs> no, you 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 got the floor. I'm setting the ISO right now. Go ahead, just, just go ahead. You you killing it right now? Just full ISO. This is ISO Joe, ISO Hi. man. Go ahead, you you got it. Come on now. But yeah, what do we have coming up next for our next topic? I'm trying to figure out. How to segue this? No, actually, <laughs> that'd be inappropriate. Never mind. <laughs> what were you gonna say? So to the seven niggas that's keeping Subway in business, oh, by eating what may not be tuna. Hey, y'all get what y'all deserve. First of all, y'all are getting what y'all deserve for still eating at that damn establishment. Yeah, like niggas have to be sick of hoes in, in twenty twenty one, checking out a Walmart and just being like. Matter of fact, actually, I guess even after a certain no, no, no. age, because if you like 16, 17, don't, hey, that sweet chicken teriyaki. No, like, used to bang. I'll, so, like, after I'll, I done stole out of Walmart, okay? <laughs> on the way out. All the Steven. All the Steven. with my fresh leggings, okay? Have a set of headphones. Leah, let me pay, at least pay for the subway. All the Steven didn't make me. <laughs> made me hungry. Don't worry about hunger. I'm about to. <laughs> all my hard work can't go to waste. Like, let me get a, a sweet teriyaki. Like, no, no I got no, it my back. My friend's talking about, let's hurry and get to the car. I'll meet y'all there. I'm hungry as hell. Yeah, like, I I, I don't know. I already give it. Like, I, me rushing <laughs> out. I made out it this, this far. Yeah, me rushing out the store just even going to look more suspect. <laughs> I, you know, I got to act natural. I got to I gotta blend in with the surroundings. I got to <laughs> act like I belong here. Yeah, let me see your receipt. Here go this subway receipt, dickhead. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, I be trying to show the person that I'm leaving my receipt to. They're like, no, don't worry about it. I'm like, no, in Jersey, they be going, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Bring that back, Miss Mamas. Let me see. I need to make sure you didn't steal that alkaline water. <laughs> Excuse me? Bring out that highlighter. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. Hey, Start damn. checking your car, your bag. Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah, y'all, y'all seven niggas is keeping Subway <laughs> in business. And the fact that you have to, to, to falsify tuna, like, first of all, Ordering a 60, so they ordered 60 inches of Subway tuna. They ran a DNA test, and it came back as an unknown speed. An unknown speed? Like, what is this, mermaid? <laughs> like, niggas called Ariel, <laughs> grounded up to a fresh paste, and slapped it with a fucking piece of bread. I mean, all right, so I just Googled who owns Subway's restaurants, and it's not surprising here, people. <laughs> like, it's the same people. <laughs> It's doc. Is it really Doctors Inc.'s associates? Let's see who else is on those that franchise. They're under the patents of Doctors Associates Inc. But I believe that's mainly like an Indian family, because I know Subway's like really big in India. So maybe that's why it's an unknown substance. Wait, what are you? <laughs> I'm saying like mainly they're vegetarian. Oh, I get what you're saying. So, like, it's not actually, it's like, like, tuna. tuna. It's, yeah. like, almost like an impossible, like, yeah. a, like an impossible thing. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. The test in which the time said cost $500 included a polymer, or was it? 
Wow, I can't I can't read. A polymerized chain reaction test which searched for DNA of five different tuna. They searched for five different tuna species and couldn't find what? one. They could not find one. Subway's tuna sandwiches have been tested in the past, netting different results. When Inside Edition conducted a similar test using sandwiches from Queens and a lab in Florida called Applied Food Technologies, they reportedly discovered that Subway sandwiches did contain tuna. The lab in the Time Stories was said was said to have asked that it name not be printed for fear of hurting future business opportunities. So it's been tested like multiple times. Mm-hmm. Apparently, and at one point it was. So I wonder if it's just something with if it's maybe like the world's largest fast food chain, guys. Hill Subway. Yeah, and that's what last year, the world, the rise and fall of Subway, the world's largest fast food. But is it just because like I guess like it's it's in so many different? It got too big, yeah, pretty much because it's franchise owned basically. Basically, so it got too big. Like too many people tried to own a Subway, (laughs) and the food's not even that fucking good. No, but then, like, that leads me to believe, like, what what substitute are you using? Or is it just, like, a blend of, like, since it... Well, I don't even know how that would work. So, it's like, is it, is it even possible for, I don't know, like, to it be a blend of, like, different... Like, different things, like, different sea creatures... Different like sea creatures, yeah, or different could totally be. or di- different a sea things. Salad surprise, right? And like it's blended down to the point where like you can't really trace it because it's just like a hodgepodge of like so much shit because they're trying to make enough of the product to cover all of the chains. Um, yeah, that, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. Logic. Oh no, I'm asking you to you, the science person. I mean, I don't know because I'm not in their labs while they're making the. No, I could have sworn you was in there. The tuna <laughs> substitute. See the top of it on your bonnet. Wow. <laughs> First of all, like I know, all right, so I know vegans, like as a substitute for tuna, they'll use like chickpeas mm-hmm. and then like add like maybe Old Bay or um like a little sardine, I guess, quote unquote seasoning, maybe like a little sardine Ooh. drip drop, drip drip pretty drop. Number one, I kind of feel like if you in that subway, you don't respect yourself or love yourself <laughs> enough anyway. Look, if the only way I'll let it slide, like I said, I'll let it slide. If you go to the one at Walmart, you just got done shopping. You might have been hungry before you left. you like, fuck it. And I'm going to give me a little tuna, sandwich. Dog. Don't get no fucking tuna out of there. They no. sell, Walmart sells packs of tuna. Look at Subway selling the real chicken of the sea. They could just bought that shit from like. They selling they? the real chicken. <laughs> Yeah, like, definitely could have went to Walmart and just bought the tuna packs and made the tuna sub. No, run, run, run down there and get the little uh, what is it? No. Albert, the little star kiss. But here come the hype manager. Remember back in the day, you used to always have a hype manager. No, we have to use exactly what they sent us. <laughs> That's how the boy was in the show here, boy. One fourth a <laughs> cup. Okay, I measure. I saw you. You gave him a little extra. I'm like, all right, you're a fucking hype dweeb. But like, if you're just going to like a raw subway. Just the one like a strip, <laughs> just like what by itself. Like you, dog. But the thing is, downtown and Liberty Place, they the subway, fuck around, still there. They closed that Chick Fil A down. That was in Liberty Place, and you know Philly only got like two Chick Fil A's. All right, first of all, you're not gonna come here across the bridge and try to slander us for the amount of Chick Fil A's that we <laughs> have here. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, in Jersey, there's one every two, three miles. No, I feel like there's. 
I'm talking about like say from that bottom of Broad Street to the top of Broad Street. How many Chick Fil A's do you know? You can't have chickens in. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you could only have like checkers right. in. So that like one that. was always jumping because that was like the only one downtown. Well, that's because the whites also go to Chick Fil A, so that's why yeah, like was, you just was, <laughs> like, it couldn't stay in business apparently from the panty. I'm actually surprised. Yeah, that's like the one. I would have I would have expected more subways to fall during the pepperoni pizza versus like a Chick Fil A not being able to make it. So happens when you back by the Indian mob. <laughs> wow, that was kind of racist. Oh my god! Hey, boy. Why <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but they also said that uh, on top of it uh not coming back, they also said the other uh possibility, which is kind of what I alluded to, was that. It was processed so much mm-hmm. that they, they can't trust the out. DNA. And like to be real, everything that we consume is fucking processed to the point. I'm pretty sure if you ran a DNA test on a lot of the shit that we eat, yeah, you'd like probably hot be dogs. able to trust a bit. Glizzies. I mean, you know that that pinky that that nigga lost at the factory. You know it added the mm-hmm. it added a little added bit of more flavor to it. Yo, when I found out like. Everything goes in a hot dog. Yeah, it's just like everything <laughs> was like niggas just like, yo, all right. So what we gonna do Hair, is whatever fell on the floor. We just gonna put that shit all together. We gonna package it. Just send it out. You can boil it, you can grill it, you can fry it, and hey, it still tastes fucking put amazing. Your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. That's why I like when they're oh, there's turkey hot dogs, there's beef hot dogs. I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel like it still doesn't change, but it's at at its core, which is like hooves and just all Talk the leftover we'll parts of shit. Pork, so we gonna eat the beef hot dog. I mean, you might as well eat the pork hot dog, bro. If you just eating a hot, yeah, if you eating a hot dog, you might as well just eat whatever hot dog is is thrown to you. At you that might point. as well go lick really the ground. Eat. Go lick the ground, cause like there's niggas, literally anything in there. That's like people choosing between like turkey scrapple and beef yeah, scrapple yeah. and pork. I'm like, it, it's still literally the same. Everything that didn't get used, bro. It's uh, like yeah, like it, it's a different I'm animal. But tell me it was a different sweetie. You put ketchup on it and they all taste the same. No, that's the way I feel about it. Like, um, I know people. Yeah, I've like, never been able to tell a difference. But if somebody gave me a beef glizzy or a pork glizzy, I was never able to tell the difference. Would you ever tell a difference, Ace? Ace said no. No, after you, like, after, depending on what you put on it, so, like, after I done put right. either ketchup, mustard, relish. relish, cheese, like, whatever you put on it, by the time that Especially you bite into it. Especially if you put some chili on it. What the fuck y'all think chili is? <laughs> Ground up hot dogs. Don't, don't kill him. Don't do it to him, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do it to him, big I'm dog. I'm joking. I'm joking, guys. <laughs> No, but yeah, by the time you by the time you put shit on there, like it it doesn't yeah. even like it doesn't even taste like that base thing. That's just like uh, even with me. So like uh, shit, just even like a, a turkey bacon egg and cheese, mm-hmm. like versus like a pork bacon egg and cheese. Like I do taste the difference there. I have to stop you. Is that what you were gonna say? You like? Uh, I guess like to eh, you know. I actually I take that back. You can take the difference there. Yeah. But that's because like pork. turkey bacon. Just even, or I don't use that. No, it's because pork. That's Oscar Mayer shit. But I do use God shells, and it does have a different like texture than regular pork bacon. I think the only well, it's just the I think it's just the crunch because like the turkey, yeah. like it doesn't crunch up like the yeah. like the pork. Like there's not like that that crunch like when you bite mm-hmm. it, bite into it. Yeah, because it's not like I guess pork bacon is like a lot of fat. So once you take all the fat out of it, it's just 
hair. <laughs> I remember one time, like, I was uh, making one over my grandma's house. I forgot what she was getting fixed, but, like, they was bringing uh, something in, and uh, the young boy turns to the old head, like, yeah, go ahead, tell him, uh, you know, don't tell him about that squad. And I was like, I don't know what y'all niggas going to taste and tell me. This shit is about to go between two pieces yeah, of toasted bread. my fork. Exactly. It's, this is going to go in between two pieces of toasted bread, <laughs> fried egg. Some cheese and some ketchup and salt and pepper. This shit is going to taste delicious. And I'm still going to live just as long as you. <laughs> I mean, depending on how I feel that week. But anyway, moving hey. right along. Talking about killing niggas. Bam! Found me a segue. <laughs> Shikari Richardson. Oh. Kari with the Rari legs. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, yeah, so I'm calling her Kari with the Rari legs. She he dusted the shit. Yo. I watched the video. I was Yo. like, God damn. Yo. But the thing is, in the beginning, she was kind of chilling out. It was like, remember how on The Incredibles, when he was like, Yo, 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 fall back, fall back, fall back, fall back. <laughs> and then he was already speed up, speed up, speed up, speed up. Like, that was kind of what happened. Because she was chilling in the beginning. And she just was like, mm-mm, nope. Because she, she got off the block. Like, yeah, what was she, it, 1046? I think her time was. I think it was. She got off the block. She got off the block slow. Mm-hmm. But, like, after she got going. Well, she got it going. Out in the fact that. She might give our neighbor. She might give y'all neighborhood crankhead a run. A run for his money. Oh, okay? no. She she dusting that nigga. It don't matter what. Uh, no amount of dust that he's on. <laughs> he's going to end up smoking that dust, too. And I think she broke a record, didn't she? Yeah, I believe so. I'm trying to pull it up. But shout out to her emulating um Flojo. Flojo. That point was just like that's that's when she knew she was she was that nigga. Like that point was everything. I want that shit framed and hung in my house. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. But look at God. Um Shakari Richardson land spot. And this is from now this is the news. Um Land spot on the Olympic team just days after losing her mother. So send my my condolences uh, to her and her family. For sure, but, but I know her mom was. Up. I know her mom was looking over, like looking my baby fucking mm-hmm. go. Like you don't know how proud. You know oh, you so made your mom even she transitioned. Her bio. It says uh, last week finding out my biological mother passed away and still choosing to pursue my dreams. Still coming out here, Richardson said in an interview about after the race. Um, so maybe she and then just the aesthetic of everything the nails, the hair. I just, yes. I just love the aesthetic. her embracing her culture, yes, like not having to be, I have to conform mm-hmm. to whatever the, the majority is. The fact that she went out there and she fucking did that. I know what she wanted to say, mm-hmm. I know she said Juneteenth she, at that, that killed at the it. black excellence. <laughs> this is a double shot of black excellence. <laughs> I mean, she was running with a bunch of sisters, but still, y'all. They all... Shout out to everybody, though. First of all, y'all all winners in my book. Yeah. I yeah. mean... But sis dusted y'all. Like, <laughs> y'all oh winner. For the fact that y'all even made it to that point of an Olympic like qualifier. like It was the equivalent to you and your uh you and your uncle racing at the cookout. Come on, Neff. I'm about to come out here and race you. That nigga hit you dislocated. <laughs> You end up dusting your uncle. I don't know. The way my Achilles set up. (laughs) Sit it out. Sit it out. The nigga end up dusting me. Yeah, but 
Congratulations to her. You go, young lady. Yes, in proof that that whole dress for what you want is a whole bunch of bull. I hate that. Yeah, I want to know so who much. her hairstylist is. Because I saw this nigga come to work every day in a polo, <laughs> some khakis, a belt, a phone clip, and a Bluetooth Looking headset. Still there. And that nigga's been in the same position for the past like five to six He's years. Still there. They forgot to tell you ambition matters. Um, yeah. Shout out to her hairstylist, too, because, sweetie. Her hair, it don't move. <laughs> it don't move. Because um, I get out the shower and my wig be off my head. So, big ups to the hairstylist. Big ups just to, to everybody that was, you know, everybody that was involved and, you know, gave her the courage and support that she needed to actually mm-hmm. see that through. A lot of people don't even get to see... Um, their dreams through just because of lack of encouragement and yeah. lack of self-belief so it was beautiful that she had that environment uh to help it despite you know losing her mom mm-hmm. it's just a beautiful like a beautiful story so a round of applause for that young lady and i can't wait to watch her does some more motherfuckers god damn yes go now everybody like people cousin cory about to run y'all cousin cory up next at the tokyo olympics because these are only Olympics that... let you know, Shakari, you are now everybody's cousin. You are. And this is these are only Olympics that matter. Like, the Winter Olympics, like, don't matter. And I kind of feel like they need to oh, be yeah. disbanded, like, yeah. forever. Like, nobody gives a That's fuck totally about... That's totally for the whites. <laughs> no, it, it absolutely is. Like, the fuck do I care about current... Like, there's literally, like, an Olympic sport for, for brush... I mean, for uh, sweeping ice. Yeah, like, all right, except for the movie Cool Running. Y'all know that was my shit. Jamaican bobsled team. Jamaican bobsled team. That was everybody's shit. (laughs) Nigga, Leon didn't miss, okay? He was in every movie he could. (laughs) (laughs) See, nobody coming to see you, Otis. Five seconds later. Everybody coming to see me. I'm still getting work. My phone's still buzzing. Where you at, player? Two years later, he on the bobsled team on the Disney Channel. <laughs> hey, you you got to make that money. Hey, I ain't mad at him. At it, all. And now, we run to our Pop the Sock segment. See? <laughs> Fumble the bag. <laughs> look, we run look, to look. our Pop the Top segment. <laughs> brought to you by Your Business Could Go Here. <laughs> Think about it. Donations. 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 More donations. So I'm going to start by reading a series of tweets by a man. This thing is married to. Okay. And I quote. Give it to us. I ain't handling shit. Come to the relationship healed or don't come at all. I'm your man, not your therapist. (laughs) It ain't in the man's job description to heal or fix you. We owe it to each other to show up to the relationships as our best selves, meaning having done the work on our own to get right. If you haven't done that, you're not ready to be in one. You want that sit? Marinate. Snaps. So where do you fall on his... What are you saying? Um... Okay, since he's married, I hope his wife is already <laughs> healed. Um, or that he met her healed since, you know, the person he meets has to already be healed. Um, I at least want my partner to be doing the work. They don't have to be completely healed, but I want to see that you are, if, you know, 
you are still suffering from the loss of your mother and that affects you on a day-to-day basis and how you interact with people and how you interact with me and how you show up in this relationship I would I need to see that you're working on it that you're actively doing the work to heal yourself I'm not saying you have to be completely healed because number one we're all works in progress we're all constantly healing from something right so I'm not saying that anyone has to be completely healed but do not look for me to be your healer if that makes any sense do not look for me to be the one that makes you happy because happiness is an inside job I'm a human so I'm always going to let you down not literally but I'm not perfect. That's what I mean by that. So if you're looking for me to be the, you know, the the last light of your life and you haven't found that within yourself yet, and that's maybe work that you need to do. Yes, I, I do see what he's saying from that perspective, but at least be doing the work. You know what I'm saying? Meet me halfway. Mm hmm. That's kind of where I'm at with it. How about you? Like show up to the nine to five. Show up to the nine to five. Yeah, show clock in. Uh, I saw what he was saying. So, like, I'm just, like, a stickler for, I guess, wording. Um, just because you can kind of infer and read into them. Mm-hmm. So, I guess the part that I found interesting is just that it ain't in a man's job description to heal or fix you, right? Mm-hmm. So even though he goes on the next sentence to say we owe it to each other, it's just something about him specifying that it isn't the job of the man. Yeah. Which to me, and you could just say I'm being a stickler or whatever, but to me, I just find it interesting that you went to emphasize that it's not the man's job, which to me... In my Kinda mind, puts it all I interpret it in a sense like it's not my job. Like it's not my job to it's not my job to fix you, but since you're a woman, you're a nurturer, mm-hmm. and maybe not necessarily it's your job. Yeah, it's kind of what's expected, I guess, of women to right. have the patience or to have the understanding right. like you, or the like compassion. You, the compa- like you need to have that compassion, that understanding of, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a black man mm-hmm. that's in America. So you need to be more patient with me because of what I deal with on a day to day basis when I go through. Right. Which to me is like kind of nuts because. I guess like in like my experience from what I see it's normally the other way around like mm-hmm. it's normally you know the men who are dealing with or struggling or going through something yeah that end up expecting um a woman not maybe not necessarily I guess heal you or fix you actually no I take that back to kind of like help you work through it or solve like or like solve through it and i'm not trying to you know placate or um generalize men but it's just me like just me being real even from my like prior experiences Mm -hmm. like me getting into shit and you know not being all there but on some level kind of expecting um you know, like this scenario to either, you know, make me whole or fix what I'm going through or help me figure it out what it is that, you know, like that that I'm going through. And I kind of feel like 
we kind of see that a lot just with i just kind of feel like just with men just in general like it doesn't matter what race like mm-hmm. what race you are mm-hmm. i kind of feel like that's just whether it's conscious or subconscious that whole nurturing thing is kind of an expectation like for men so i just kind of find it ironic that you know like when we hear like a lot of stories it's just oh like how many times has nigga told you he's battling demons right <laughs> right i miss my mom i miss my grandma nigga your grandmama died 15 years ago she died when you was five okay Right, and and it's like some like some of the things that he's saying that I agree with. Like I do feel as though that you shouldn't look as the relationship for a place to heal. That yeah. you should be doing the work, and it isn't on either. Like it's not on either one of us to to fix each other. But I think that's what he meant. Like let's do a play on words. I think he did mean don't come to me talking about your last nigga. How he's still your like how you're still hurt on that. I think he. This is just me thinking, like, hypothetically speaking. I think he would be okay if you were to come into a relationship and something were to happen while you were in, like, say you get into a bad car accident. Say his his woman gets into a bad car accident while they're together and, you know, now she has bad anxiety. Or, you know, now maybe she's paralyzed, right? Maybe he's willing to stick through that, but her mental is still not all the way there. I don't think he means that per se, but I do think he means, like, don't come to me talking about some... I'm just still hurt about my last nigga. I'm the last nigga this, last nigga that. Uh, two niggas before him, and and three, the third guy that I met when I was fifteen. Or ladies, like if you were if you were molested as a child, I do think that that is something before we come into relationships that we should address. That we should, you know, it, it it's a little. It's 2021, so therapy is not a stigma anymore. You know what I mean? It's not something that's a negative stigma anymore anyway. So that's something that I do think we definitely should be taking care of before we get into relationships with men because it always ends up resurfacing and being projected negatively if it's not taken care of prior to getting into a relationship. So that, I guess, maybe is what he means. I'm just going to, you know, shoot him a little bail by saying that. Um, But... If you still strung up on Daquan, who used to sell drugs, and he made more money than this guy who works a nine to five, get help, sis. I can see it from that point, but I do. So I guess like my counter argument would be like, how often do we see that versus like niggas still like mm-hmm. hung up on like? That's why he's still treating girl act. bad, right? right? Like, 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 hung up on it, or just like some other, like, or just like some other shit that's still like, yeah, niggas be hung up on, uh, uh, like a future, like this nigga's probably like hung up on a breakup from like I don't know when he was like in second grade. Oh yeah, future has to grow the fuck up. Even though whoever broke his heart, thank you because just the <laughs> the situation. He just was not. He was not happy that Sierra moved on. Uh, he's also. He was not happy about it. He's also a Haitian man, so. He said, I'm going to get my bitch back. I forgot her back. But that would be my only... That would be... My only counter-argument is just that I kind of feel as though... Because I kind of feel like there's a perception of women being the people... Like, women being the ones that bring, like, extra baggage Mm -hmm. into shit. it's never always When I kind of feel... No, like, don't... Like, don't say never, but I kind of feel as though, like, that's what's presented versus mm-hmm. 
you know, a good amount of time, like good amount of times, like it's niggas that's bringing preconceived notions, mm-hmm. bringing like a lot of you know shit that they've been through um, into a lot of those, uh, into a lot of like situations. Yeah. Um. Even for like, because even like for me, like personally, mm-hmm. like there have been like times like, you know, I've started something, and I wasn't always like all the way there because. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I was hung up on something else. Yeah. And it's just, I know other, you know, like, you know, being a nigga and, like, knowing other niggas that have gone through the same, going through the same thing. Um, and just talking to, you know, and just talking to different, talking to different people. Um, just, like, from different walks of life and just having that one commonality thing. Like, having that one, because I kind of feel like, I feel like you're able to find more women with a more common story as to where they were in a situation but the nigga wasn't all the way in it for whatever reason mm-hmm. or was just still stuck on something else or couldn't let her go or whatever versus the other way around yeah. where a man meets a woman but like she's still like elsewhere like i kind of feel like the latter happens more than the other way around or the other situation i think that was like i think I think it's 50-50 now, I'll say, and like in this time space that we're in, because women is women got hit the future. You know what I'm saying? They started catching up. They started having, you know, hot girl summer, city girl summer. Now they caught up, like I said, on how such and such used to blow money or, you know, did this, did that for them. But I think it's more material things with the women versus men will be like, oh, she really rubbed my head when I was sad. And that's what I'm really still stuck on about her. And I think another thing is that I think women have started like have started to like realize like the mm-hmm. the power and control like they have yeah, the value values in said situations. Yeah. And the fact that they're making like you know like the the future is feminine. That's what they realize. That's what I'm saying. No, like that, and just like even like from like a, a financial standpoint mm-hmm. to the fact that where it's just like you know it's just like all right like. You know, like I, like I have what I, you know, like I, I have what I need. Yeah, I more so fifty speak. bundles like, a week, bro. What is you, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like it's fucking bundles. <laughs> like between that and just, I, I get sixty clients a week in lashes. What are you talking about, brokey? So I kind of feel like that's also like why, like you're, you're kind of seeing, mm-hmm. like you're seeing it. Besides, the like evolution women be, of the woman, right? Just because like they're getting hip to shit and like just like all right, like as to where like not necessarily like depend but it was yeah. nice to know you know like i get this that and the third yeah i don't need that shit no more because like the the money that i'm making like i can just go and do that shit myself so mm-hmm. like even you know even like that is helping contribute to you know to to it being more like 50 you know like split like even like 50 50 yeah i mean I, I think his tweet all in all was poorly worded um if he meant something different i hopefully he went back and added a part to it where i i, I meant this not this but i don't think he did like is he you said it was like a thread right yeah, it was like a threat it was a threat yeah so he, he said what the fuck he said but <laughs> oh yeah anybody makes a threat you don't go back and correct it like <laughs> the threat is normally the threat is the threat is like he norm- stood on that hill by himself exactly the threat is normally like the the first part of it really is it that's the your first initial statement tweet. exactly the first the first tweet is your thesis statement 
the second supporting document. supporting it <laughs> then the third one's gonna be like all right well fuck y'all y'all don't yeah. agree like y'all not going to change yeah, my that's mind that's my closing argument bitch but, but yeah that is hilarious but yeah i think his tweet was definitely poorly worded if if he meant anything other than what he said it was poorly worded is it like i'm a stickler for uh punctuation and grammar no not punctuation but just the way and like because we are responsible for how our messages are received right and i mean it, Anybody can poorly word anything. Yeah. Right? It was just like for me, the, mm-hmm. the thing that I found interesting was you specify that that men weren't um, that men aren't responsible. That men aren't yeah. like you made like you made you come that to a relationship, and, and I think like I guess kind of what makes it. And it's also because I've been watching in treatment for like the past like oh, so now 40 you hours. you've been in treatment yeah. right so now uh. so now i think i'm a therapist <laughs> i think it definitely comes off one-sided because he is the man that said it and he never said my wife did this or he never gave any examples so nigga all we have to go on is what you said which is why if you're going to present an argument like this i mm-hmm. think it's important to present both sides present both like present both sides mm-hmm. because it's kind of asinine to presume oh i automatically know where you fall at on the the other end of this argument because yeah you could not so yeah you can't just say something as especially when the topics um can be like super polarizing and super divisive mm-hmm. i think it's mm-hmm. super important to kind of say where you lean on on both sides because you could be losing out on a very very good right you could be losing out on a very very you good conversation right you like your message your message is lost your, and your your message got lost in the mess right pretty much and then we lose a chance for like a really productive and a really good conversation mm-hmm. because people are turned off about how the message is actually being being delivered like people are more so concerned or yeah people are more so worried about um how the message is how the message is going to uh people are more worried about how the message come across how the message come across versus the actual message so it could be the world's best the world's best message right they could have contained um a lot of important messaging, um, a lot of important details, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. But if you don't convey it in a way that's palatable, a lot of analogies and you know, yeah, a little, a little what's it like when they say the same letter alliteration? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you had this great <laughs> presentation here, but what about the other side? Right. Exactly. So, um, I guess the the important thing to do is leave it open. You know what I'm saying? Always leave it open-ended, I guess. Well, don't leave it open-ended because then people will take, take what they want and run with it. But present both sides and then leave people to their opinions after that. If that makes any sense. No, for sure. I For certain conversations, like certain conversations, that's definitely a necessity. This is an example of, mm-hmm. of one of those because you kind of leave it up for interpretation to be, oh, so you're saying, you know, it's, it's not the man's job, but, yeah, you know, the woman is supposed to, you know, take care of the man. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, with you being a married man, you know, I would kind of think you wouldn't want to give off um, an air of, like, nigga, I ain't responsible, you know, for shit. You know what I mean? She need to hold me. Down. Like, that's the kind of the way, yeah. like, it, like, it like it come across like the way that it comes across 
But I can also see how, and I can see it from, so I may like possibly stand corrected because I can also see what you're saying as far as it may just have been poorly worded. And his whole point was neither one of us is responsible for healing mm-hmm. each the, other. Like, each other. Yeah. And I agree with, we're not responsible for it when we first meet, but as far as, as we develop and get better. Especially I mean, if develop. we're married, like this is, you know, for better or for worse. Yeah, like at that point. Through sickness and in health. <laughs> right. Then at that point, then I kind of feel the rules change. Yeah. And then it's 100% my response. Like, it's 100% my responsibility to make sure, like, you're okay. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's my job to make sure, like, if you are hurt, especially if it was my doing. Like, if you are hurt, like, yeah. yes, like, I should be helping you get healed, whether that looks like therapy. Like, no matter what it looks like. Mm-hmm. I need to help you do that, even within me doing it. The apology needs to be as loud as the embarrassment. Exactly. And even within that help, even if that leads to us no longer, like, being together. Babe, like, but we will not ever get on live, and I will not say. That's your bonus of, of salvation, okay? That no, will never happen. That situation is different. Derek Jackson <laughs> is just a, Derek Jackson is just a narcissist, and his wife is going to line him the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know when, I don't know how, but she gonna line that nigga the fuck up. in this nigga spaghetti dog. That he she gonna pop it open for his best friend. Like it's so she's gonna line that nigga up. I was watching that live <laughs> and I was just like, she she's plotting. She has it planned out, my nigga. You yeah. go ahead and you keep writing and books and you keep dropping me whatever. Outside of this podcast, I love a bonnet. Okay, I love a bonnet, but sweetie. I will take it off for a live. First of all, <laughs> you're not going to disrespect her helmet of salvation. It's like mad that. wigs in the corner. She she worked hard for that helmet of salvation. Nigga, they are three ninety nine at Beauty World. Yo, you don't know where she got her helmet of salvation from. And I know they cheaper down there. Where that might at. be a hundred percent uh a hundred percent Egyptian Egyptian costume from Jerusalem. <laughs> silk. Silk from Jerusalem from the Silk Road. Where's the Silk Road in Asia? <laughs> Like China, yeah. Like you, you don't know where she got that from. Let's <sighs> just don't get all over that bonnet again. Okay, thanks. Like said, it's that silk rope bonnet. It's that that good shit. Bruce Lee Roy, you got that good hair. <laughs> she got Puerto Rican hair, but no. Don't wear a bonnet on live again, girl. You, I don't you, care how you flip it. You Monique now. <laughs> Oh no, I'm, I'll wear a bonnet. I'll wear a bonnet to FedEx today. They <laughs> 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 drop my packages off at work. Monique didn't mind her fucking business, okay? So you're more than your bonnet. Like, Girl. the fuck? Like, <laughs> I read the one comment said, y'all, she said this with a robe on. <laughs> take that. Take with that what you will. <laughs> like, it. It be Don't the, tell me not to wear a bonnet and you saying it in a robe. Girl, mind your no, business. It, it just be that older generation of black folk that have this thing with impressing our white counterparts mm-hmm. and it's just like no like if, if i want to wear my do-rag like out in public like to make a run i'm wearing my do-rag out in public if you want to wear your bonnet wear your bonnet like out Hello. like whatever the fuck you want to do Hello. i mean i can either cuss you out in these bonnet or cuss you out in these meeks like you take your pick <laughs> like either or like that that has to change like that the the whole concept of like you have to look a certain way in order to garner respect like it just has to be it just has to be obliterated because i could be dressed in the nines be a fucking piece of shit or be a douche or be a dickhead like the the appearance like doesn't mean anything show don't show don't 
Do I have any shameless plugs? Do we plugs? have any more topics? That was it. Time to hop into shameless plugs. Okay. Let me pull mine up right quick. <clears throat> Looking for a new place to stay? Stay. I'm going to send James McCray your way. What the fuck is wrong with you? No, uh, but shout out uh, my homie James. He's actually a real estate agent, licensed real estate agent. Uh, he works with Remax. Um, so if you are looking for new uh, new living arrangements, apartment house, whatever it would be or whatever it may be, uh, you'll definitely want to hit him up and let him help you. Uh, definitely does great work. Uh, customer service A1. Um, I'm actually planning to work with him eventually to uh, get something uh, for myself and this young lady on the mic with me. Um, so if you are interested or are in the market uh, looking for a place, uh, you can follow him at jmesm underscore re. Um, you can also email them at jmcrae at remaxcentralinc.com. Sorry about that. And you can also visit them at remaxcentralinc.com as well. So please get in touch with him for your housing needs. Okay, wait. I have a, I have a shameless plug. Can I do it, babe? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So my shameless plug is my friend Ty. She has a plant slash essential natural soaps, candles, body butters, but mainly like plants, anything natural. You would love her shop. The Instagram is five footer. It's the number five footer essentials. And make sure you go check Ty out because all of her items are legit and well any of her soaps and butters are handmade by her and her plants are definitely long lasting and she actually has a lot of um hard to find plants so if you make a purchase from her let her know may sent you that's it for me all right thank you for joining us We'll see you again on Sunday. Y'all niggas getting getting two in one week. Mimi will be back in the building. Yeah, listen to them nut ass dad. <laughs> Mimi with her laugh, y'all. Yo, she really just be be fucking a kiki and a tickle herself. Can we insert a clip of Mimi's laugh at the end? I just got to cut it from I, somewhere else, but like yeah. I showed her no justice with the laugh today. No, and it just be it just be so. <laughs> so loud and profound and y'all i be upstairs when they be recording a lot of the times and mimi's laugh can be heard throughout the whole house house, no matter where you are well you will hear it again on sunday (laughs) (laughs) thanks for having me and we'll see you guys on sunday bye